welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today, and this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. And as always, this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended to be investment, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Hello, hello. Good morning, federal employees. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you are listening to this pretty recently after I published it, it is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, so I hope you had a great weekend, great Thanksgiving. You are recharged, ready to go, ready to have another great week, and it, we're into the holidays, right? November, December, we are right into it, and so it can be a busy time. So thank you for investing in yourself and being here with me and learning about retirement and your benefits. So let's dig right in. Today we are going to talk about retiring, right? New topic, right? Retiring. But under this context, answering this question of, can you retire with only $250,000 in your TSP? Can you retire without the stereotypical $1 million of retirement savings. If you go online, if you read lots of things that people say, most people say, hey, you're gonna need at least a million dollars to retire comfortably, shoot for that number, right? Well, is that truly necessary? Is that something that you need as a federal employee to make sure you have to retire comfortably? Okay, so let's dig right in. So let's let's do use an example. I ran some numbers of an average federal employee of what an average federal employee's retirement might look like and to say, okay, for them, how much of how much do they need in their TSP to make sure they're going to be okay? And then hopefully with that information, as I work through it, you can put yourself into my numbers that I'm going to be using, put your numbers in and uh, kind of see where you're at. And obviously I have to really simplify this and I'm really taking a lot of assumptions a lot of things that I don't know about you, but hopefully going through this process will give you some information about how to approach retirement and how to approach knowing how much you might need in your TSP in retirement savings, moving into retirement and the next phase of your life. Okay, so let's jump right in. So there was a study and they tracked down the average retirement expenses for the average retiree. Now, depending on where you live, depending on a lot of things, these weight may very well not match with yours at all, but I think it can be helpful. So let's dig right in. The average housing expense in retirement is about $1,300-ish. Now, if you have your mortgage paid off, maybe less. If you don't, or if you live just in an expensive place, it may be more, even if you do have your mortgage paid off between taxes and all those things. I don't know. Make sure you look at your numbers. But the average retiree, about $1,300. Okay, transportation, about $600, a little less than $600. Healthcare, about $480. Now with FEHB, and if you're on Medicare Part B, it might be more or less, depending if you have a spouse or not. More or less, it depends. Um, next, food, a little shy of $500, so about $460. Entertainment, about $200 a month. These are all monthly numbers. Sorry if I didn't mention that. It's all monthly numbers. Okay, next is insurance, about 228, and miscellaneous, a little shy of 500. So if you add all those up, 
on a monthly basis, that is a little more than $3,700, sorry, $3,700, a little more than that. So on an annual basis, the average retiree, not, not federal employee, this is just average American retiree. So it's not perfect, but it's the best we got. The average retiree has about $44,664 of retirement expenses, just living expenses in retirement. Now, that number, some might argue, you know, hey, if people had more resource, they had more resources, had more money in retirement, then they would use it. And that's, that may be true. Who knows? So you, again, you have to look at your numbers, but again, we'll use these numbers to use an example and help you think through it. Okay. So now the next piece, the next puzzle piece of this whole equation is on, okay, this is our expenses. The average retiree has about $44,000 a year of retirement expenses. Now, what is the average income? right? So let's look at a few numbers. According to OPM, the average federal employee makes about $87,000 per year. And if we use that as an high, a high three, let's assume the average retiree from the federal service, from federal service, has 20 years and they retire at 62, let's say. So if you run those numbers to find a pension, your pension calculation, that means your gross annual pension with a high three of about $87,000 with 20 years of service and retiring at 62, your gross pension would be right around 19,000, a little more than that. And that's because you got the 10% bonus because you're 62 and you had 20 years. Okay, now things have to come out of that. There's reductions, there's taxes, things like that. And so by the time you take all that stuff out, you're probably closer to 12,000, 13,000 right in there every year from your pension. Okay. Now, according to AARP, the average Social Security benefit that was paid out in this year, 2020, was a little more than $1,500. Now, for you, it may be more, it may be less, I don't know. Again, run your numbers, but for averages, we're gonna use this. So, let's assume, so that's $1,500 a month, and that comes out to about $18,000 every year. Now, let's take out taxes, Medicare Part B premiums, Let's assume you're probably around $14,000 a year of net Social Security, let's say, okay. And let's assume the average federal employee has a spouse and their spouse is eligible for benefits either on their own record or a spousal benefit based on your record, right? So let's assume the spouse is eligible for $10,000 of benefits every year and that's after taxes, after Medicare, okay. So if you add all that up, your pension, your net pension is about $12,000, and then your net annual Social Security between yourself and your spouse is about $24,000. So that adds up to about $36,000 of net benefits after taxes, spendable money that you can use on your living expenses. Now, basically what we came up with was that your living expenses was a little more than $44,000, okay? And your income, your total income for the average federal employee is about 36. So let's, let's be conservative. Let's say $9,000 a year is the gap, the gap that we're trying to fill. Now, this may be different if you're not gonna take social security right away. There's a whole different host of things, but let's just simplify it. Let's simplify it and say, okay, every year of retirement, you are going to have $9,000 that has to come from somewhere right? It's not, it, we already have your pension and your social security. It has to come from somewhere else. And generally that's your TSP or some other retirement 
savings. Now, if we use just a simple 4% rule, meaning there's tons of studies out there that say, hey, if you spend only 4% of your retirement savings a year, the odds of you running out of money are very, very small. There's lots of studies looking up the 4% rule, basically. So if we use that, that very, very simple rule and say, okay, we need $9,000 a year, how much of a nest egg, how much of a TSP balance am I going to need to provide that $9,000 a year? Now, so basically you take the 9,000, you divide it by 0 .0, sorry, 0 0.04, right, by 4%, and you get, let me pull it up here, you get $225,000 is what you would need in a investment account, in a retirement account, to provide the $9,000 a year. Now, that doesn't take into consideration taxes. I don't know exactly what tax bracket you're in, and I don't know if you have the traditional TSP or the Roth TSP. So if you have the traditional TSP, then you're gonna need a little more than 9,000 because when you take money out, you're gonna have to pay taxes, right? So just keep that in mind. There's a ton of assumptions here, but just to simplify, this person, the average federal employee, is only gonna need about $225,000 in their TSP to be able to retire, to provide that extra income that they need above and beyond their social security, above and beyond their pension, to live how they want to live. Now, I don't know your situation. And I'm not saying you should not save as much as you can. I'm not trying to say, hey, take it easy. You don't need to save, you're good. No, I'm, that's not what I'm trying to say. All I'm saying is there's nothing magical about a million dollars. Nothing magical, right? A million dollars sounds good and it's a great number to shoot for. And if you have more than that, awesome, right? That's great. But I've seen where people have more than a million dollars and still run out of money. And I've seen people that have the $225,000 and they are great. They're happy in retirement, right? It depends on a ton of things. Depends on when you live. Depends on what type of retirement you want, what activities you want to do, and just lots of things. Your health, so many different things. But I hope this helps you realize that, hey, um, there's nothing special about a million dollars. It's a matter of finding for you what do your retirement numbers look like? What does your pension look like? What does your social security look like after all the reductions? What can you actually spend? And how much do you want to spend? What are your expenses going to look like? And let's say, what if you pay your mortgage off early and get it paid off before retirement? What is that going to do, right? Looking at all these things to say, okay, for me, what amount in my TSP do I need? And the 4% rule is a simple rule that can be a good rule of thumb. It's not perfect. No rule is, but um, it can be a good start. So, Feel free to use that in your planning, look through your situation, and watch this video a couple times to kind of go through, okay, for me, what's a good guesstimate for my benefits? You don't have to be exact, especially if you have time. If you're, let's say, six, seven, maybe five years out from retirement, you got a little time, your height is gonna change, lots of things are gonna change, get some good estimates, get some good numbers, so see if you're on the right track. And if you are, awesome, great. If you're not, you gotta pick it up, right? If you wanna retire when you want to retire, right? And so, obviously you should be saving as much as you possibly can in the TSP, but also you wanna live life now. You don't wanna just push all your happiness, all your everything until 62 when you retire, right? That's no fun either. You have to find a balance that makes sense for you, that first does provide the living that you want for you and your family now. You want that but also you don't want to neglect your future self, your future family. You want to have the benefits and the income 
that you want down the road and that comes from saving in the TSP and knowing your retirement numbers. So hopefully that is helpful. Hopefully that helps all of us realize that there's nothing magical, magical about a million dollars. Obviously it sounds good and it could be a great goal, but is that what works for you? Is that enough for you? Is $225,000 enough for you? Or is it too much? I don't know. Look at your situation. Obviously we want to be prepared for the what ifs when things come up, definitely. But um, we also don't want to kill ourselves into just not even living now just for this future mysterious date of retirement, right? We want to find a good balance that works for our life to create the best life that we can because it's short and retirement is a great thing but life right now is great too and making both great is kind of the goal that we're all trying to search for to maximize our benefits now and down the road. So I'm done. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next time.